0: 1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. Money
1: Wise starts now. And good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise. Money Wise is brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. We're pleased to be with you this morning. And I want to ask you a couple of quick questions this morning. Have you ever had a credit card breached? Have you ever had a credit card compromised? Have you ever had an identity theft problem? Well, I guess if you have that, then you know what it's about. If you haven't had it happen to you yet, it probably will happen to you. So today we're going to be talking about identity theft and some really important resources that are available to you and what happens if you have your credit card breached or your Social Security number stolen, and how can you protect yourself, even at the gas pumps, how you can protect yourself. And, boy, there's some important things you need to do. So the first thing I'd like to do this morning is say good morning to attorney Michael Coleman. Good morning, Mike.
0: Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here.
1: It's always always very helpful. Uh, Mike is an attorney who graduated very high in his law school class. He was an honors graduate, graduating cum laude mm-hmm. from uh, law school in Long Island. Right. Hofstra School of Law. Yep. Yep. So, um. He's a, he's a very smart guy, but he doesn't like to be talking about that because he's very modest also. <laughs> but thank you for being here, Mike. Oh, thank you. And, Mike, you're here uh, representing yourself and representing Lance Law, Inc., Yes, the law firm uh, located at 352 Fonts Corner Road. And what are the main kinds of things that you do at Lance Law, Mike?
0: Mainly we do estate planning. So we do wills, uh, powers of attorney, trusts. We also do probate work. Uh, if someone passes away and they have assets in their name alone, we can handle a probate. Uh, we do real estate transactions, so many times we have clients who pass away and their children want to maybe sell the house so we can help with the sale of the real estate. We'll do trust administration, so we do all sorts of things.
1: And you also do things like nursing home protection also. We do that
0: as well, yeah. We can talk about maybe protecting assets from a nursing home and a special kind of trust, an irrevocable trust. We talk to clients about that.
1: You know, I I know a lot of people are concerned about protecting their house because that's their most important asset for many, many people, isn't it?
0: It is. A lot of times people will come in and we explain the process of putting assets into an irrevocable trust if that's something that they want to do. Um, And many times when we explain it, they want to mainly protect the house in the event that one of a couple or a single person has to go to a nursing home, we can put the house into a trust and when a certain amount of time goes by, the house would be protected under the current laws. Mm.
1: Mike, have you ever had a problem with having a credit card compromised?
0: I haven't, knock on wood. Okay. I hope it doesn't happen.
1: I think it's actually for Micah that you're knocking on. Oh, knock okay. In, I'll knock on right. my head. Knock <laughs> on your head, sure. <laughs> well, in the past year, I have had two credit cards compromised. Jeez. Uh, and I've had to get replacement cards. And in one case, um, it was... Uh, a mastercard and i got a text message saying did you make a recent charge at in the amount of such and such at this sports clothing store mm-hmm. and immediately i sent back and said no yeah and so they they blocked that purchase mm-hmm. i then went to the trouble to call the clothing store company and ask if they had security cameras right because somebody had used my number improperly mm-hmm. you know the first thing i thought was well maybe i had lost a credit card But when I looked through my wallet, I actually had my credit card. So somebody used my number from some other place.
0: How would they do that at a store? I've never. When I use a credit card at a store, I always need the actual card. Mm -hmm. So maybe it was an online transaction?
1: Well, no, it wasn't an online. Well, it could have been because occasionally I use the card online. Yeah. But the other thing is that. It could have been an employee in a store. Oh, it right. could have been in a totally different store where I had used the credit card. Mm-hmm. They had all my data, and they took it and tried to use my number mm-hmm. at a different location. That's scary. Yeah. But I think what they had tried to do was to make an online purchase, you mm-hmm. know, to answer your questions yeah. specifically. Yeah. And they had my number. They had my name. They had the expiration date. Yeah. Um, often you have to have the number on the back of the card, the security PIN code, three right. digits. Right, right. So that would, again, lead me to think that maybe it was somebody who had got that information because they had worked in another location. Right. And then they tried to use it online somewhere. Or someone who had access
0: to online records. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the good
1: news is that if you find out that you have had your card used improperly, your card has been compromised, under um, federal law right now, you are only liable for the first $50. Oh, that's good. But that's provided that you go to the trouble to notify the card company. You can't just say, oh, well, it happened to me, and don't report it. You have to report it. Right.
0: I have a credit card where I get a notification on my phone every time I use it. mm -hmm. So if someone were to try and use the card, I would know right away, which is helpful.
1: That's a really good feature. And the other thing to tell you is that um, if you don't use online uh, record-keeping or notifications Mm -hmm. as you're using, Mike, um, you certainly ought to be looking at your credit card statement every month when it comes in.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And
1: if you don't do that, then you're asking for trouble. So I had that happen to a regular MasterCard credit card, but I also had it happen to my bank debit card. Hmm. And my bank called me because they have a really good security department. I uh, have my debit card with Bay Coast Bank. Yep. They actually called me and said it looked like somebody had been trying to use my card. Okay. And they were going to go ahead and cancel my card and issue me a new one. Yeah. So they did. And uh, in both cases, I didn't suffer any losses at all. Oh, that's good. But I, I thought it was really unusual that twice in one year, within about a six month period, mm. somebody had tried to use a card. If you're listening and that has happened to you, the most important thing you need to do is to report it.
0: I had a situation once where I tried to, I went to a garage to get my car fixed. And I tried to use my debit card, and it wouldn't let me because the amount was too high. Mm -hmm. So some cards have those limits on them where you can only purchase a certain amount.
1: Yep. And um, my card also has a feature, my debit card with uh, Bay Coast Bank, that I can't use it out of state Uh, unless I register ahead of time that I'm going out of state. I can do it online or I can make a phone call and say, I'm going to be in the state of Virginia for a week from such and such a date to such and such a date. Mm -hmm. And that will allow me to use the card in those states. Right. But if I don't do that, and the charge pops up in Virginia, they won't recognize it. They won't right. allow it. Right. So that's that's another good security feature. But we have to think about those things all the time. And today we want to talk a lot about identity theft. It's a little bit different than credit card fraud. Identity theft um, can be tax fraud, where somebody takes your tax refund. And that's a growing problem. It can be somebody who has taken your social security number, and um, that's a real problem. Uh, What if you have a younger child? What if you're, let's say, in your 20s or 30s and you have a child, and one of the first things you did was to go out and get a social security number for your child? Mm -hmm. So let's say you have a 5-year-old child, and for some reason you needed to register them. You got them a social security number. And then maybe they're not going to use that number for another 15 years until they go to college, for example. Right. In the meantime, child identity theft is a growing problem where somebody could have figured out how to get the Social Security number for your child and be using it, be opening up accounts with it, be charging bills to that number. Um, so there are a lot of ways that we're going to talk about where you need to be diligent. And I want to remind you that what we do at USA Wealth Group is – We help people with retirement and financial issues, whether you're retired or thinking about retirement at some point in time. Uh, We help you make a plan. We want to see that you have enough income and you have an income plan. So look us up at usawealthgroup.com or give us a call at 508-998-8858. And we're here to help. There's a lot of things that we can do. Mm -hmm. When we get further into the program today, I'm going to talk about some very specific brochures you can get, and we can provide them where you can get them online. Identity theft uh, for everybody, Uh, identity theft from military personnel and families, child identity theft. Um, The world we live in right now is um, a serious situation where there's so much information available. So... A fellow named Jay London said, I don't need to worry about identity theft because no one wants to be me. <laughs> there are people that say that. But Ben Bernanke, who is the former Federal Reserve Chairman, said, Identity theft is a serious crime that affects millions of Americans every year, and it does. Um, I got another quotation, but I want to save after okay. from <laughs> Edward Snowden, from the guy who was uh, did all the uh, theft work for uh, WikiLeaks. Yeah, the NSA. Yeah, in the NSA, and yeah. uh, the quotation from him is really stunning. Yeah. Maybe I'll give it right now. Shall mm-hmm. I give it right now?
0: If you want, go yeah, ahead. This is an
1: amazing quotation. He said, the NSA, which is the National Security Agency, has built an infrastructure that allows it to intercept almost everything. With this capability, the vast majority of human communications are automatically ingested without targeting If I wanted to see your emails or your wife's phone, all I have to do is use intercepts. I can get your emails, passwords, phone records, credit cards.
0: Jeez. This is from
1: Edward Snowden, who was, um, fled the country and everything else after stealing a lot of data from the NSA. Right. But the NSA is a government agency. It's a federal agency and they literally have the capability and do listen into almost every single Mm. mobile cell phone right. conversation that's out there.
0: Yeah, and you would hope the NSA would uh, be good about using that technology. The scary thing is that there are probably people out there that would not be good in using that same technology, maybe foreign governments or sure. you know hackers that have similar capabilities and are going to have nefarious intents.
1: Well, it's not like they listen to you talking to your next-door neighbor or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or anything yeah. like that. They're not interested in that really, but they have the capability of doing that. But they, their computers are trained so they pick up certain keywords. So if you use the word president in a sentence and mm-hmm. the next sentence you use the word, you know, bomb, bomb or, or <laughs> kill or something like that, yeah. their computer is going to match those words up. Those are keywords that they're going to link together, and all of a sudden they're going to zone right in on you. Yeah. And then you'll have somebody knocking at your door to find out what are Jeez. you talking about.
0: <laughs> Want to test it? <laughs> no.
1: No, it's not worth testing. Absolutely. But it, it does point to a serious problem, which is that if somebody wants to get your records and get your information, there's all kinds of ways to do it. Yeah. Here's a little hint. Um, do you um, do you have a vehicle? I do, yeah. Do you put gas in it? Yes. Okay. Do you pay for the gas with a credit card? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. So when you pay with a credit card, Mike, do you get a receipt?
0: I get a notification on my phone. uh, I don't get a hard copy receipt.
1: Okay. So whenever you get gas and it says you want a receipt, always hit yes and get a paper receipt. Okay. Because that effectively ends the transaction. Mm -hmm. And you could still have an open transaction if you don't end it with a receipt. Oh, I see. And the next person coming along might very well be able to get your credit card data Hmm. off the gas pump.
0: Oh, boy. I'll Just remember that.
1: Simply press the button, get a paper receipt. I go to the trouble that if it machines doesn't print a receipt, I'll actually go inside and say, I need a receipt, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I want to end that transaction. Right. So little helpful hint from today. Now, we have a really interesting series of publications from the Federal Trade Commission. And um, you can do this yourself. You can go into identitytheft.gov. So our government thinks enough about this as a serious problem. Right. They have a number of consumer publications. But let's begin by talking about what is identity theft. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a really serious thing. Basically, it means that somebody now has access to some of your financial information. It could be your social security number. It could be a credit card number. Um And it could be address, phone records, and that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And the question we have to ask is um, what can we do to prevent identity theft or what can we do to react? Well, there are certain things you have to do immediately. If you think you've been compromised, uh, believe it or not, you can actually call the local police department. Mm -hmm. And that might even be a first step saying, I think that somebody has stolen my credit card or my credit card has been compromised they at least will give you some other information. Mm -hmm. Um, You can also call Attorney Michael Coleman. and What's your number?
0: You can call me at 508-998-8800. Or you can
1: call me at uh, USA Wealth Group, and we'll be happy to give you some information. So most people say, well, how do thieves get this information in the first place? Because I thought I kept all this information strictly for myself. Well, they can literally do something called a dumpster dive. Did you ever hear of a dumpster
0: dive, Mike? You mean a physical dumpster? Physical dumpster dive, yeah. And they go in and try and find uh, bank statements or receipts or anything like that. Right.
1: So, for example, in our office, we have two shredders. In my home, I have a shredder. Yep. And anything that looks like it has personal information on has to get shredded. Right. And for major stuff, we bring in a shredding company to Mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. Because you can't have information out there that We'll have client information on it or medical records. How would you like to have somebody pick up your medical prescription information or your medical records? You should shred that stuff. You don't want that out there that somebody could capture.
0: And at the law firm, we have a duty to shred client information. We have a confidentiality duty, so mm-hmm. we do that anyway. But right. obviously, it's a good idea.
1: Well, if a an identity thief captures any of your information, they can try to access your bank account. They can run up charges on your credit cards. They can open up a new utility account. They can get a medical treatment maybe on your health insurance. Uh, Identity theft is really a serious thing. And then one of the worst things that's been happening lately is uh, thieves have been going after your identity so they can file a tax return on your behalf. Hmm. And there's a way to get a particular number that's unique to you Mm -hmm. and put that on your tax return. Mm -hmm. And once you've registered that, If somebody tries to file a tax return and get your tax refund, if they don't have that particular number, they're not going to be able to do that.
0: Hmm. How do you go about doing that? Uh,
1: You contact Mm IRS.gov, and it will lead you right to it. We can also show you how to do it. Yeah. Um, But in any event, um, a thief who steals your identity could also provide your information if they were ever stopped for speeding or... Right. Were arrested or something like that mm-hmm. can create lots and lots of problems.
0: Yeah, one of the things that I always think about is how are you even going to know if your identity has been stolen? So,
1: well, the first thing is you might see a withdrawal from your bank account. Yep. Now you get notified immediately on your cell phone, so that's a good thing to do. Right. Or maybe all of a sudden you don't get your bills or your other mail that you mm-hmm. were expecting, or sometimes you could have. Uh, somebody refused your credit card when you go to buy something. You say, "Well, I know I've got credit," and they comes back and says, "No, you don't have any available credit. You may have a problem." And then, of course, you could have debt collectors contacting yep. you, saying you owe money, and you don't know anything about it. There's a lot of ways you can find out about this.
0: I see. There's a list here. One of the scariest ones to me is you are arrested for a crime someone else allegedly committed in your name. <laughs> that mm-hmm. would be pretty pretty scary. I think.
1: Well, it happens, and with children, it's a problem too. Because young children, who haven't utilized credit, mm-hmm. they get ready to go to school, go to college, for example, yeah. and they want to buy something or get a credit card, and all of a sudden, they're denied because yeah. ten years earlier, when they were young, somebody stole their social security number hmm. and has been using it
0: improperly. So, one of the I, there is a brochure here talking about child identity theft, and I guess you can actually put a freeze on your child's credit Mm -hmm. until they're old enough to actually have the ability to use it.
1: Yep. That's a really good step. Um, Let's come back to that one in just a minute because we're going to talk about credit freezes in general. Um, One of the other ways you might find out that your identity has been compromised is if you get a notice from the IRS saying that more than one tax return has been filed in your name. That's going to scare the bejesus out of you, isn't it?
0: Or that you have income for someone that you don't work for. That would Mm -hmm. be an indication, I guess.
1: (laughs) Well, um, what do you do? What do you do if you think your information has been stolen or lost, but your accounts maybe don't even show any problem? We tell people, first of all, if your wallet is stolen, um, you need to report it. So how how are you going to report the loss of credit cards if your wallet is
0: stolen? Yeah. Well, we had a situation. My dad was in New York uh, Mm -hmm. a couple years ago in a cab. And he had taken a credit card out, I guess, for some reason, got out of the cab and was looking for the card and wasn't there anymore. He had left it in the cab. Um, So we immediately called the company and said, you know, put a stop to the card, and they did that right away. Mm. So one way to tell is if you don't have your card anymore.
1: (laughs) Yes, uh, that happens. Um, When my credit card was compromised uh, last year, the company asked if I still had the card. Did I actually physically lose the card or not? Mm-hmm. And at first I thought that I had because I went through my wallet really quickly and didn't see it. Mm-hmm. But then I, when I looked a little bit more closely, I realized I did have the card. So then I re- figured out that somebody must have gotten my card from my card number from a charge that I had made in a store. Yeah. Um, so protect your privacy. Mm-hmm. Even as something as simple as when you go to use an ATM... If you've got people behind you, make sure they're not able to watch what you're doing. Right. And that's another way that people will steal credit card and bank information sometimes. But there's things you need to do right away. The most important thing is you need to be alert all the time. You need to look at your reports when they come in. Um, You need to put a fraud alert on your credit card file. You need to monitor your accounts regularly. And just as importantly, we've talked about this before, Take advantage of the fact that you can get a free credit report, and it's as simple as Mm freecreditreport.com, and get it from all three bureaus. You're entitled to get a free report every single year uh, from all three major credit reporting bureaus. And if it shows that you've got something wrong on your credit report, then you better investigate that. Right,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: So, um, one of the things the FTC does is they put out a lot of really good reports. I've gotten them in the past. Um, we can provide you, if you don't have the ability to get it online, for example, there's a whole series of letters. Um, we've got a whole series of sample letters and forms. You can get it either at Lance Law, Inc., with Attorney Michael Coleman, or you can get it through USA Wealth Group. In the sample letters, if you want to dispute existing accounts. Something's wrong in your account. You don't even have to write the letter. We'll give you a form. All you have to do is is uh, fill it out yourself and say, I'm writing to dispute a fraudulent, fraudulent charge on my account, the amount of X dollars posted on such and such a date. I am a victim of identity theft. I did not make these charges. And then basically it tells them, you know, monitor this, take it off my account. Um, same thing if somebody has opened up a new account in your name, Improperly, we've got letters to say, "This is not me. I didn't open this account. Put a hold on this account. Cancel it immediately." So we've got a whole series of letters that will tell you exactly how to do that, but actually give you the samples, and uh, that's really very important to do.
0: And they do have all sorts of brochures on that on that website. With the FTC, they have one for a child data breach that we were talking about before. Mm -hmm. They have one for military families. So there really are all sorts of uh, brochures on there and all kinds of information, which is kind of scary. Did you
1: ever hear the baseball player Joe Garagiola? I'm going to (laughs) mispronounce his name. Oh, he was a really famous. I think he was a catcher, if I remember. I think he played for the Yankees. But Joe Garagiola. Uh, This is only for old-timers. He said, I know a baseball star who wouldn't report the theft of his wife's credit cards because the thief spends less than she
0: does.
1: (laughs) Um, But there's there's many things you can do to protect yourself, and this is the day and age when you need to protect yourself. Um, We'll talk after the break in just a couple of minutes. We're going to talk about some of the things you can do with the IRS as well. Uh, I've actually had several clients who've had their um, a false tax return filed in their name mm-hmm. so that somebody could get their tax refund, hmm. and they did. Okay. And eventually it'll get restored to the correct person, but in the meantime it makes your life a nightmare, I'm sure, yeah. especially if you're counting on a tax refund. Mm-hmm. So step number one is go into identitytheft.gov and... That's put out by the Federal Trade Commission. They do a really good job with a lot of good information. And they have a little handout called What to Know and What to Do. And it goes into quite some detail talking about what to do right away, call the companies, put a fraud alert, get your credit reports, and report identity theft to the FTC. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know about this one and don't think about this one. When we come back, we're going to talk about child identity theft and IRS identity theft. So stay tuned, and we will be right back. And welcome back to MoneyWise, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're having a great Sunday morning. We're here this morning uh, with uh, Ray Lance, myself, and also attorney Mike Coleman. Good morning. Welcome back,
0: Mike. Good morning.
1: So I had to look up Joe Garagiola's. Because I couldn't quite remember. I thought he had played for the Yankees, but he was actually, uh, at the end of his career, he was a sports commentator on NBC, on the morning show. Mm -hmm. A very fiery little personality, but he was a baseball catcher. I I did remember that, but he played nine seasons in Major League Baseball, and he played for the St. Louis Cardinals, Pittsburgh Pirates, Chicago Cubs, and New York Giants.
0: Uh What years were were those?
1: before your time, okay. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Long Before your time, time obviously.
1: <laughs> but then I remember him specifically on uh, NBC Today show in the morning for mm-hmm. many, many years. Huh. So Interesting. There's, there's life after sports. That's right. <laughs> if you can talk. So today we're talking about identity theft. And boy, um, Mike and ladies and gentlemen, it really is a serious problem. So you've got to keep your data protected. You've got to be smart about how you use Wi-Fi. One place that I I never use Wi-Fi is in an airport. Think of the hundreds and thousands of people who go by you Mm. in the airport. So you can go into any airport terminal and this free Wi-Fi. And that means that other people can tune into what you're doing as well. I guess I wouldn't
0: know how to do that, but I guess theoretically, yeah.
1: No, I wouldn't know how to do it either. Um Social networking sites. I have a a big gripe about social networking sites, and although we use Facebook, and a Mm -hmm. lot of people use Facebook, I still cannot understand why everybody has to dump out their entire life on a Facebook account. Yeah, I
0: agree. I don't share much on Facebook. No,
1: I, I, I just think it's a mistake. I think it's fine sometimes to use it, but I know people sometimes even in my own family who just put everything on Facebook. And yeah. Oh, my God. So here's one time you should never put stuff on Facebook. Don't put stuff on Facebook that says, we're looking forward to going down to Disney World next week.
0: Yeah.
1: And, boy, are we going to have a lot of fun. Now you're telling the whole world that your house is going to be empty. Yep. And you're now a target for having somebody break into your house. Yeah,
0: wait until you get back from vacation. Wait until you get (laughs) back. And don't even do it while you're away.
1: Right. You know, have a little patience and restraint. And don't say, here we are in wonderful Disney World and here's a picture and we're having a great time with the family and the kids. Right. (laughs) And meanwhile, the thieves back home are saying, gee, these people are having a great time in Disney World. Let's go see if anybody's in their house. Right,
0: right. Not to mention how many people are actually interested in seeing all the pictures from your vacation
1: <laughs> Well, I have to say that on average, I probably look at Facebook maybe once a week, once every two weeks, I'll, yeah yeah, something will catch my eye and I'll click on it, but it's seductive, then what happens is then you see somebody else that they're linked to, and you say, yeah. you click on that one, and pretty soon you're into all of them, yeah, yeah, so
0: Instagram is like that for me now i'm on. On that a lot. That's just pictures. That's just and pictures. Okay, Well, that's be on there though. for hours.
1: <laughs> well, the, my favorite email that I get on my cell phone is uh, Raymond. Your friends have posted fifteen hundred and sixty-four updates this week. That's <laughs> yeah. nice. Am I going to take the time to look at them? I'm sure you go through so. them all. <laughs> no. I don't I just exit that out right away. Yeah. But let's come back to identity theft. Um, It's a nightmare. It can really mess you up for a long time. So if you think you've been a victim of identity theft, um, notify several people right away. First of all, check your credit report, and you can do that for free on freecreditreport.com. Secondly, if you think that you have verification that somebody has accessed it, if you think they have any access to your bank accounts, you've got to call your bank right away, Mm -hmm. like a debit card. Um, if it's a credit card company, you think that they've got a particular credit card and you still have the card in your possession, there's an 800 toll-free number in the back of your credit card. You call them and you ask for uh, the fraud department. And they'll put a stop on your card right away and put Mm -hmm. a hold on it. They'll cancel your card. You'll have a new one in two to three days. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, no more charges can be made on that card that will impact you. Um, Notify the police and then... This is a real important one that most people don't think about. Uh, notify the theft to the Federal Trade Commission because what if it's a massive fraud that's taking place? Yeah. Affecting, you know, thousands or millions of people. We're going to come to that in just one minute and talk about Marriott Corporation. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Expedia. Yep. And some of those things that we've mentioned before. But if you want to contact the FTC, go to identitytheft.com and. They'll direct you to a place where you can put in as much information as possible and take care of that. I don't think there's anything worse, Mike, though, than the uh, child identity theft situation.
0: Yeah, it, that's an interesting one because I'm sure most people don't think that no, never a child's think identity would be stolen. What, nope. what would be the use of that? But I guess the Social Security numbers could be used, credit could be used. So, yeah, that's an interesting point.
1: Right. Um, well, here's a general uh, quotation on identity theft from uh, Ron Lewis. Identity theft involving these cards is a growing form of white-collar crime, facilitates illegal immigration, banking and accounting fraud, tax evasion, and other nefarious activities. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's very widespread today. Uh, this is not a casual conversation that it's not going to happen to you. Right. If you have not been hit by identity fraud or identity theft yet, you probably will be. Yeah. At some and,
0: point. you know, your information could be out there and it could be in the hands of someone and you don't even know it yet until, you know, down the road they decide to use it. So that's a scary mm-hmm. thing. Yep.
1: But I think it's especially awful for two groups of people. One is children and the other is military. So as far as... Uh, A child is concerned. Um, uh, Mike, you just made a good suggestion, and I hadn't really thought about that one before. Uh, Let's say you get a Social Security number for your child because you might need it for medical purposes or going to a doctor. You might have to have an identification. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're traveling out of the country and you want to get a passport for the child, you're going to need to have a Social Security number to start with. Mm -hmm. But they're not going to apply for a credit card, are they?
0: No, they'll wait.
1: They're going to wait until they're at least 18 to get a credit card. So if they're not going to have a need for using credit until they're at least the age of 18, let's say, consider a child credit freeze. And I didn't know this before, but you can freeze a child's credit until they're old enough to use it. And what the credit freeze does is it restricts access to your child's credit file, It makes it much harder for an identity thief to open a new account in your child's name. And how how do we do that, do you know?
0: I think that's a good idea for everyone to do, to be honest. I mean, there's no reason for a child to have credit, so why not just freeze it automatically? Mm -hmm. And if you do want to do that, you can contact Experian, um, experian.com backslash help, or if you want to call them, it's 888-EXPERIAN-TRANSUNION.COM backslash credit help, Equifax, has a a website as well, so any of those websites, you can go on to do that credit for And also
1: Equifax, so you'd want to do it for all three. Right. And I would think that any parent who has gotten a Social Security number for a child would want to do that. We've got a very simple little three-page report called Child Identity Theft, What to Know and What to Do. We can provide that for you. Um, Call USA Wealth Group at 508-998-8858. We can show you how to get it online, or we can mail you a free copy. There's no obligation to do that. It's something that we like to do to help.
0: And um
1: do you ever see the movie, uh Mike? Catch me if you can.
0: Yeah, with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, it
1: was actually uh, Matt Damon was in that too. Oh, and um it's a story about this guy named Frank Abagnale, yeah. Yeah. who posed as an airline pilot, yep. <laughs> and uh, stole a lot of money, did a lot of things, and eventually he became a consultant and an advisor to the FBI. Yeah, he, showed he got them caught, obviously. He and got caught. Then, yeah. He went to jail. Yeah. But then he started, he turned to the other side and told people how to protect themselves. Right. This is a quotation from the real Frank Abagnale, the guy who stole so much money. The police cannot protect consumers. People need to be more aware and educated about identity theft. You need to be a little bit wiser a little bit smarter, and there's nothing wrong with being skeptical. We live in a time when if you make it easy for someone to steal from you, someone will.
0: Yeah, unfortunately.
1: We see that all the time lately, don't we? Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, um, watch out for children, but I think it's especially um, horrible and nefarious and wrong if it comes to stealing from military personnel. Yeah. So here's a scenario. You've got somebody who's overseas in the military uh, serving their country, and yet back here in the U.S., um, maybe their identity is being stolen. Mm -hmm. So, again, visit identitytheft.gov to report an identity theft, and they'll help you set up your own personal recovery plan that will walk you through every step to get your credit fixed and update your plan and track your progress, as I said, there are a large number of letters and forms that the FTC has, and we have as well.
0: And this is an interesting point because, just like with children, you don't really think about it. But if there's a soldier on active duty overseas in Afghanistan or wherever, mm-hmm. obviously they're not going to be seeking credit here in the United States right. We're spending money or spending US. money in the U.S. So, yeah, you can you can do what's called an active duty alert on your credit report um, if you're deployed and so the alert would require a creditor to take steps to verify uh, your identity before granting credit in your name. So that's and,
1: and I believe if you do this uh, active duty alert on your, uh, your credit report, then that lasts for a year, but you can renew it if you're overseas for longer. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the uh, military actually reaches out and tells the military personnel to do this before they go overseas. I would think
0: so, yeah. yeah I would hope
1: they would do that.
0: And the other thing is that the credit bureaus, if you do this, an active duty alert, the credit bureaus take your name off their marketing lists for pre-screened credit offers. Oh, okay. So they won't even market to you. Yeah, that's good. That Those things
1: seem to go in spurts every once in a while. I haven't heard for a long time, and all of a sudden I'll start getting um, very specific um, offers and solicitations. Be careful about those. Um one of the things the FTC does in the in the area of identity theft is they have a, a very important publication called a recovery plan. I would venture to say that a good percentage of people listening today have had some uh, credit breach, identity theft breach, and they have a very nice detailed report called a recovery plan that tells you what to do right away, what to do next, other things you could do, and they talk about even some special forms of identity theft, Um, tax fraud is one of the biggest ones. Mm -hmm. It's gotten so bad that the IRS now has its own special form just to report uh, tax identity theft. Really? Yeah. And so if, um, just a reminder, by the way, don't ever answer a phone if somebody says that they're calling from the IRS and they want to report some information, they think that, somebody has been trying to apply for a refund in your name, the IRS never calls you.
0: Right. Yeah, they'll send letters, but they won't call. Just
1: basically say to them, um, my telephone machine is recording your information, Mm -hmm. and I'm reporting you to the authorities. Right. I I don't even
0: answer strange numbers on my phone. I mean, I've heard of situations where people have just answered the phone, said some words, and I don't know how it works, but somehow... You, they can get access to your identity or uh, numbers. So if I see a strange phone number coming up on my phone, I won't even answer it. Mm-hmm. If it's yeah. something important, they can leave me a message. Yeah, I do
1: the same thing. And especially on my cell phone, I, I do that. Yeah. If I don't recognize the number, that means they're not in my contacts in my phone. Right. Uh, therefore, I don't know who it is. Yeah. And I don't answer. Right. Nope, you got to do that. Um, give attorney Michael Coleman a call, by the way, and you can reach Mike at. 508-998-8800. And Mike would be happy to meet with you and talk about protecting your estate, uh, whether it's wills or mm-hmm. trusts or powers of attorney and health yep. proxies. Sure. Those things are just as important also. Yep. You know, here's an important tip, Mike. I I know you cover this when you're doing estate planning for somebody. Um, I wonder how many people have a record someplace of their access codes to get into banks and credit cards and so forth so if you die and you've kept all that information private to yourself mm. um, how does somebody access your accounts yeah that's
0: a good point we we have there's actually a new law um, I forget the actual acronym but there's a new law and we've inserted that into our powers of attorney and in, in our trusts mm-hmm. so if someone's incapacitated or they've passed away that the successor trustee or the agent and the power of attorney would have access to their digital information. Um, We also include in our package of documents, documents where you can put account numbers and names and passwords to keep track of everything. Um, So there are some good things going on out there, but it's true. If you don't keep track of those things, how are people going to get access to those accounts? I mean, you think about someone passes away and they have a Facebook account, you're going to want to inactivate that, I would think. You don't want that to keep going on. Right. Yeah.
1: Unless you want to uh, report back on Facebook from the grave. They'll yeah. probably invent that <laughs> next time.
0: Huh? Yeah, maybe. It's a know. new feature
1: of Facebook. <laughs> Even after you're gone, you can be alive. How long would you like to be alive?
0: <laughs> Beyond the grave.
1: <clears throat> well, recently it's been in the news that um, Marriott Corporation, probably the biggest hotel chain in the world, um and Marriott recently acquired a the whole Starwood Hotel chain. Um so if you've ever stayed at a Starwood hotel or even a Marriott hotel, there's a really good chance that you might have been impacted by a really massive data breach that has potentially exposed personal data of 500 million guests. That's scary because it's almost twice the population of the US. Yeah. So it's it's a worldwide thing. So Marriott owns Starwood hotels like the St. Regis or the Westin, and uh, they disclosed recently that they had had a major breach. It particularly hit the Starwood Reservation System, Mm -hmm. which they're merging all together. So I had a phone conversation recently with some folks at Marriott in the timeshare division Yeah, because, you know, if you get a timeshare a week, you talk to timeshare people. Mm -hmm. And I had several people on the phone on the other end on a conference call, and I said, by the way, I said, I've read about the Marriott Hotel data breach. Has that reached into the timeshare division? Mm-hmm. And I had about 15 seconds of dead silence on the <laughs> other end of the phone. And finally somebody said, well, no, we don't think that has impacted the uh, timeshare division. Jeez. But you got to wonder.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: So It says gonna, here that
0: according to Marriott, It was a a hacking, and the hackers accessed people's names, addresses, phone numbers, email addresses, passport numbers, dates of birth. They even, in some cases, um, stole payment card numbers and expiration dates, so it was pretty widespread.
1: Mm. I had a, a, actually, a number of years ago, I don't travel a lot of the country too often, but I was down in the Caribbean, and I stayed at a Marriott hotel Mm -hmm. and used a credit card and the only place I used it was to for incidentals at the hotel front desk. Yeah. Didn't use it any place else at this island that I was at. Mm-hmm. And when I came back my credit card had been used by somebody else. So that meant an employee at that desk had used right. my data and right. had charged something. And it it eventually came off my card, but it was over a thousand dollars. So you have to check your cards, you have to check your bills.
0: And this began in two thousand fourteen. Yep. So that's all but
1: they only <laughs> announced it recently. Yeah,
0: yeah. So anyone uh, who made a reservation as Starwood property on or before September tenth, twenty eighteen could be affected by this. Right. And that includes um, W Hotels, Saint Regis, Sheridan Hotels and Resorts, Weston Hotels and Resorts, La Meridian Hotels and Resorts, so it's
1: And I think it was mostly in the Starwood chain, but now Marriott had Merged and incorporated all that data. So you wonder if it impacts others as well. So ID theft and data security and protecting your data is critically important. So the information that they have when you check into a hotel, for example, that could be used to open up, uh, potentially open up a bank account or another credit card or a loan. And it can create a mess. And sometimes it can take years, by the way, to unscramble your credit and your credit history.
0: And one of the things it says here is that it's kind of funny in a way. Marriott is going to send customers emails with link to its informational website, but phishing scammers can take advantage of this by sending an email to a link to take advantage of identity theft. Well, I
1: think we're all going to have to have a little chip implanted inside of our wrists yeah. or something like that. Scary. That will be our ID for the future. Mm-hmm. But this Marriott credit breach is the second biggest corporate data breach in history, uh, just behind the one that involved Yahoo, so Yahoo had a breach uh Equifax had a major data breach. Target stores had a major data breach i mean it's it 's very pervasive it 's yeah. almost anywhere you go today. you have right. to be very cautious. People we'll go back to a cash society mike
0: um, i I tend to carry cash I use it yeah. often, yeah, yep. Um, and if you do have any answers about this, I guess there's a website answers. com. That's Kroll with a K, r o l l. dot com. K r o l l. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: But Marriott has recommended that their guests should change their passwords regularly, and that's something we recommend as well. Um, when you change the clocks, two times a year, uh, spring and fall. Yeah. You know, we've been taught for many, many years. Every time you change the clocks, push the clocks back or push the clocks ahead, that's the time you want to change all the batteries in your smoke detectors, whether you think they need it or whether you don't. Mm-hmm. Just go test it because it could still be an old battery that dies. Just put fresh batteries in it. It's right. A small cost to protect your family. Maybe that's a good time to say, well, I have to do two things when the clocks change. I have to change the batteries in my smoke detectors and mm-hmm. my CO2 detectors. Yeah. And I also have to go and change the passwords on my accounts. Yep, That would be a nice reminder time, wouldn't it?
0: And don't use the same password on every account. That's No. You know, try to change it up a little bit. Use yep. different passwords for different accounts. So if someone does get one of your passwords, they don't have access to everything that you have.
1: So um, avoid saving credit card information on websites is another recommendation. How many times you do that? Let's say you bought something at L.L. Beans and you paid for it with a particular credit card. And the next time you go to buy something, they say, do you want to do you want to use the same card that ends in 4562? They've already got your credit card there. They've logged it into their site. Um, maybe you should not do that. Or what if you've traveled and you travel and use Hertz or an airline and you've got mm-hmm. two or three different credit card numbers right. there? Right, right. If that airline or Hertz or Beans has a breach, mm-hmm. um, and you've got three or four credit cards listed, a yeah. uh, thief now has access to
0: all that information. That's well. right. One of the suggestions might be to open a separate credit card for online transactions. So you just have one credit card for online use. Okay. So if something happens, you don't have to worry about all those credit cards being out there, like you just mentioned.
1: Well, um It is a serious problem. We hope that some of the information we provided today might be useful to you. Um, A couple of years ago, we heard about the Equifax data breach, and even a year after that, there are still errors and no real changes. There was a a report done by the United States General Accounting Office, the GAO, um, a year after the Equifax breach. They released a comprehensive report uh, explaining the reasons, and basically it said, they really haven't fully corrected the problem, and there hasn't mm. been any real major change. Jeez. So if you've been impacted, we feel very sorry for you, and um, I've had at least three instances in my life when yeah. I've had uh, a breach, an identity breach. Yeah,
0: I haven't yet, but probably you have at some point. <laughs> you still have time. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, um, a couple of quick quotations to basically end um, today. The United States is the only country where it takes more brains to figure your tax than to earn the money to pay it. (laughs) We have some uh, peculiar studio noise going on today. What I'd like to leave everybody with is the fact that we've got loads and loads of material, and we're happy to share it, happy to provide it. Do something. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't just sit and listen and say, well, that was an interesting show. Uh, Give a call to Attorney Michael Coleman at 508-998-8800, get your estate plan in order. Give a call to Ray Lance at 508-998-8858, and we'll be happy to provide any of these reports to you. So Rodney Dangerfield once said, I worked in a pet store and people would ask how big I would get. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) It's a Rodney Dangerfield quote. He's one of my favorites. Um, I like him a lot. Uh, Some of his uh, quotations are not for publication on the air, dissemination on the air. (laughs) So, Mike, any closing thoughts on um, ID theft?
0: No, just be careful. Um, Be vigilant. Be careful.
1: Uh, Do something to protect yourself. And remember, there's a lot of good information out there, Uh, whether it's a data breach or an ID breach. um, We have a lot of great reports we're happy to provide. So take some action, ladies and gentlemen. It's later than you think. Do something to protect your family and do something to protect your money. And thank you so much for listening. We'll be with you again next week on the radio.